Second Timothy 2. This particular chapter is about doing God's work, doing what we're all put here to do. Each and every one of our souls are here to do what God needs us to do for God's ultimate goal. Whatever that is, it's not up to us to question what God's doing. We're supposed to just do our own shit. Like if we focus on what we're supposed to be doing, then life will probably be a hell of a lot easier. But we think we know every goddamn thing. That's the whole Apple situation and how that turned out. So anyway, this particular chapter is interesting. We're all here to do a job. When we feel voids, when we feel empty, when we feel like we're not doing anything, we're unfulfilled, we're not happy, all of those things come from not fulfilling what it is that we came here to do. And when people finally realize that, it'll be easier for them to live. It'll be easier for them to grow. It'll be easier for them to let go of trauma from the past, unresolved or otherwise, as well as forgiving people people that have traumatized us and forgiving ourselves for any hand that we had in our own despair. So 2 Timothy chapter 2 is basically, it's self-explanatory. I'm going to read the message version of it, which is the clearest. So here we are. So my son, throw yourself into this work for Christ. Pass on what you heard from me, the whole congregation saying amen to reliable leaders who are competent to teach others. When the going gets rough, take it on the chin with the rest of us, the way Jesus a soldier on duty doesn't get caught up in making deals at the marketplace. He concentrates on carrying out orders. An athlete who refuses to play by the rules will never get anywhere. It's the diligent farmer who gets the produce. Think it over. God will make it all plain. Fix the picture firmly in your mind. Jesus descended from the line of David, raised from the dead. It's what you've heard from me all along. It's what I'm sitting in jail for right now. But God's word isn't in jail. That's why I stick it out here, so that everyone God calls will get in on the salvation of Christ in all of its glory. This is a sure thing. If we die with him, we'll live with him. If we stick it out with him, we'll rule with him. If we turn our backs on him, he'll turn his back on us. If we give up on him, he does not give up on us. For there's no way he can be false to himself. Repeat these basic essentials over and over to God's people. Warn them before God against pious nitpicking, which chips away at the faith. It just wears everyone out. Concentrate on doing your best for God's work. You won't be ashamed of. Laying out the truth plain and simple. Stay clear of highest talk. That is only talk. Words are not mere words, you know. If they're not backed by a godly life, they accumulate as poison in the soul. Hymenius and Philodus are examples. Throwing believers off stride and missing the truth by a mile by saying the resurrection is over and done with. Meanwhile, God's firm foundation is as firm as ever. These sentences engraved on the stones. God knows who belongs to him. Spurn evil all who ye name God as God. In a well-furnished kitchen, there are not only crystal goblets and silver platters, but waste cans and compost buckets. Some containers used to serve fine meals, others to take out the garbage. Become the kind of container God can use to present any and every kind of gift to his guests for their blessing. Run away from the infantile indulgence. Run after mature righteousness, faith, love, peace. Joining those who are in honest and serious prayer before God. Refuse to get involved in inane discussions. They always end up in fights. God's servant must not be argumentative, but a gentle listener and a teacher who keeps cold. Working firmly but patiently with those who refuse to obey. You never know how 
or when God might sober them up with a change of heart and a turning to the truth, enabling them to escape the devil's trap where they are caught and held captive, forced to run errands. Now you hear all of those words basically telling you, telling all of us what we need to do. And the problem is we just refuse to listen and understand those words. First of all, a lot of people struggle with understanding the Bible in the first damn place. But these words are as clear as motherfucking day. You can see what it says. It says it plainly and clearly. We need to be good to each other by teaching one another, supporting one another's journey to find what it is that we're supposed to be doing that God needs us to do. We need to do that. We need to have patience with each other. We don't need to argue. We don't need to fuss fight. We don't need to do any of that. We all need to work together for the greater purpose. Flat out. The end. Nothing else. No ad hoc shit. Just do what we are supposed to do. It's on our hearts what we're supposed to do. Hatred isn't what we're supposed to do. Racism, all of those things that beget hatred, those aren't the things that we're supposed to be doing. Like, I, I'm not understanding why people can't get that shit, but then they want to use a Bible as their platform. I'm a Christian, and because I'm such a Christian, you have to follow what I say. And because you don't follow what I say, you must worship the devil. Get the fuck out of here. Let me explain something to you. I am very fucking powerful in God. We all are if we recognize our own powers. Because there are things that I can do that no one else can. And there are things that other people can do that I and other people can't do. So we need to recognize what our talents are and exercise those talents. Implement them in our daily lives and helping other people. That's what it's about. Getting rid of the ego and helping others no matter what that is. These talented musicians out there, music is of the cosmos. It's of the gods. So people who are artists, visual artists, musical artists, even acting. Because it comes from the soul and from the mind. And it's played out into the world for entertainment, for learning, whatever that particular purpose is. Just like they have those talents, there are other people that have other talents as well. And those talents are to help other people. It's not about themselves, of course, being in entertainment and make ridiculous money. And some people want to get into it for that. But the people that actually have the talent that are here for that, for example, Alicia Keys and her talent on 88s, we recognize that and we can listen to that music and listen to the beauty of the piano and her playing classicals. And we just need to recognize that for ourselves, we need to find that talent deep within. Once we actually put that to work, put whatever our talent is into action, we will be fulfilled. We'll get rid of all of those voids, those things that we feel, the depression, the anxiety, because we're unfulfilled. Again, we're running from something. We're trying to fill it with what society says we should fill it with. We should just go to school, go to college, get a nine to five, retire, and maybe throw some kids in there somewhere. That's not what everyone wants to do, but that's what society tells the majority of That's what society has brainwashed us to believe when that's not a roadmap. That's conditioning. That's not development. That's forcing. That's enforcing slavery. Mental, social slavery. So we need to recognize that for what it is. It's invaluable the lessons that we can learn from this shit because it's showing us, it's giving us the blueprint right there. We're miserable. We hate our jobs. Not everyone, but just generally speaking, those who are unfulfilled hate our jobs, don't want to work for anyone else or don't want to do the types of jobs that we do and we just stay in it because again we have bills and that's what society says and you know you're a deadbeat if you leave your job and you can't find one and you are on unemployment because you were just trying to change your path and that's not okay and that's the problem so people stay in their damn jobs 
some people are too prideful to go back home and stay with family or parents or what have you. It's just a horrible mess. Too many people are suffering from this horrible mess when they have everything in the world at their disposal to accomplish what it is that they would love to do. Just because your pride won't let you doesn't mean that it's okay. Fuck that shit. Fuck your pride. Let that shit go. Would you rather be a miserable, depressed mess, unhappy in the job that you're at and spend your entire life there and you're so miserable and depressed you develop cancer and then you end up dying before you can retire and you never realize what it is that you wanted to do? Like, is that what you want to do? You want to live that way just to fucking have to come back and do this shit all over again until you learn the fucking lesson that you still need to do what God put you here to do. Like, who the fuck wants to come back to this fucking human turd infested litter box we call Earth? Who the fuck wants to do that shit? I don't. So that's why the fuck I wrote this goddamn book because I was told to. My job on this planet is to bring messages and I can't be any better at it than what I am. Like, everyone that I encounter, everyone that I help, everyone always tells me, damn, you're right. I'm always right. Why? Because this is my particular talent, my job, to talk and get people to recognize shit abstractly. I'm going to continue to do that shit until I die in a few years. I'm going to continue to do it so I don't have to come back and deal with y'all motherfuckers again. I literally would rather fucking die than have to come back and do this shit all over again and dealing with fucked up ass human beings. Selfish, conniving, simply people who are rude and just straight asses disgusting bitches. Those are the people I do not want to come back to this fucked up ass place to have to deal with. That is why I do what it is that I'm supposed to do. That is why I suffered so fucking much. Just like that chapter in 2 Timothy chapter 2 said, like we all are in our own prisons until we do what we're supposed to do. Fuck that shit. I'm jailbreaking. I'm not staying in some social prison. If I have to suffer, I'm gonna do just like Jesus did. Suffer through all that shit and fucking take it on the chin and keep it pushing. Keep it the fuck pushing because you are not keeping me here i refuse if y'all low lives want to stay by all means have at it you won't see me i need people to understand that when our souls choose this journey because that's exactly what happens we choose the journey that we're on we know that we're capable of it but for some reason we've convinced ourselves that we don't have the talent or capabilities to be able to persevere where those imaginary thoughts come from i don't know but we just come up with this shit like a lot of the shit that we have going on in society we just come up with just make it up like how can you say you don't know how to do something you've never tried like it's the dumbest shit i've ever heard there's absolutely zero logic in that so we're basically telling ourselves that we can't do something we're forcibly telling ourselves that we can't do something we're forcing ourselves to believe that we're incompetent that's some human shit like some dumb ass human shit again you know it may make sense to someone else it just does not compute over here and i refuse to allow it because it makes no sense i am not the type of person that believes that we can just shut off all of our capabilities our abilities before they're even realized like what the fuck i can't do math have you tried to add two plus two no well then how the fuck do you know you can't do math if you've never tried there's no logic in it and there's no way you can spin it to make it make sense it won't make sense no no i refuse so if we stop doing that in life we do it all the time we do it in various ways this is one of them we discount our own abilities before we even know that we have them we tell ourselves that we can't do something so we don't because we believe that we can't do something that we've never tried we honestly wholeheartedly believe that shit i will never understand that fucking logic i can't even call that logic it's completely nonsensical because it doesn't work that way if we're put here to do something and we feel it in our 
souls like you know when you're supposed to do something you feel it and it's nagging and you just are like oh I need to do this yet you find every excuse in that book to not do it and to tell yourself that you can't do it then you deserve the misery that you have like it's ridiculous we need to do better not only for God but for ourselves we just punish ourselves so much like what the fuck why we have to make life so difficult we make our own lives hell why no one can ever answer that question for me i ask people all the time why are you making your life so difficult and the answer is always i don't know Okay. Well, you sound like everyone else. At least that's a common thing. But that's the sad part. Like, it's not a scattered, I don't know, like one or two here. No. 99.998% of the people I work with say they don't know. They have zero clue why they do that shit to themselves. Wow. That's amazing. Humans torture themselves. And they live their lives doing this on a continual basis. They continually torture themselves and then continually ask the same damn question, why? Why am I suffering? Because you're torturing yourself. Well, why am I torturing myself? Who the fuck knows? Only you can answer that.